0: Today's scripture reading comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Have you ever heard a preacher say, before I preach, I've got a few things to say? Uh, <laughs> uh, we've enjoyed having John Podine here. I go way back with him when he was a student of mine and I was teaching. Uh, you may be interested to know that he had preached at Calhoun long ago. Since he has left there, the church has shrinked more than half. And now they've invited him to come back to put back where it was. And he's a good man, and I've enjoyed knowing him and appreciate him and glad that he's been our song leader. Uh, As we were leaving the house this morning, uh, Janet asked me if I wanted to go back and get my Bible. I hadn't thought to bring it. And I said, no, let's don't. Uh, I don't use it for anything except to show that I've got a Bible when I get up to preach in public. Uh, It's a... The, the, the print is supposed to be large print, but it's not large enough for me to see very well. Uh, so I use my phone because it's got a, a Bible in it, and I can adjust the uh, type to make it as big as I want it to be, and that's a blessing. Uh, and then third, um, this is Mother's Day, and I've told Janice, as I told Winnie before, you're not my mother. Uh, she will hear from her children because she's been a good mother, to her children, and by the way, uh, to our chihuahua, Teensy as well. Uh, (laughs) She's especially been a good wife to me, but she's still not my mother. I love her and appreciate what she has brought to my life. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And I say that uh, because of the position that the Bible says a woman has in the house. Uh, It's a true statement that the wife is the queen of the house and her god-given place scripture says is in the house with her children now i want to give a little bit of a sideline to that i am not saying that it's sinful for a woman to work outside the home sometimes that's necessary sometimes uh, she is the only person there is to work and other situations can come uh... Proverbs 31 gives a picture of an ideal woman, one who's worth more than rubies. And you read that, and very obviously she worked outside the home. Uh, So I'm not at all saying that that's sinful. But I am saying that it's a glorious job that God has given to a woman to be queen of her house and mother to her children. Um, I suppose women want to make a difference in the world. I think most women would. And sometimes some think that I could make a big difference if I were CEO of a large corporation. But I want to tell you that if a difference is made in our world, it'll be by one person, and a change of one person at a time. And a woman who works with her children in the home has a greater opportunity to make a difference in the world by the children she brings up in the nurture of the Lord than any corporation head. Women sometimes say, well, I'm just a housewife, or I'm just a stay-at-home mom. But you need the word just out of that, because that's a glorious place that God has given her. Uh, I would, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, and work in the home. Uh, God said, as he talked about, various uh, 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 widows and what they needed to do. Uh, There's a place in 1 Timothy, you may know, that the Bible says that women are to keep silent uh, not absolutely silent there. That's talking about like Bible classes and so forth. Uh, but she's not to be a leader. She's to be quiet, submissive in her uh, situation <coughs> wherever Bible teaching and uh, uh, and prayer is, is being, being done. Uh, but right after that, it says why. And it says because Adam was made first and then the woman... And because the woman was deceived. That's talking about the time of the sin. God gave a tree in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He was giving man free choice. He could serve God or not as he wished. And I don't, I tell people, if you ask me any question about God and start with why, I'll probably have to tell you I don't know. But possibly God just wanted some creatures in the world who would be able to love him, who would respond to him, not because they had to, not because they were programmed not to do otherwise, but just because they wanted to. And if that's what God wanted, that's what he made. But even in the garden where there's very little opportunity to do anything other than what God had said, keep the garden and dress it, (laughs) if there had not been the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and he'd not been able to say, don't eat of that tree... Then there had been no possibility of doing wrong. But you know what happened. The serpent came. I think wrapped himself around that tree. Maybe took a bite of the fruit. I don't know. But Adam Eve saw that it was beautiful and it was good for food. And as a result, she took it from the serpent and ate. And then she gave to her husband, Adam, and he ate. And their eyes were opened. And they realized that they were naked. And so they went to hide behind the bushes. They had a wonderful fellowship with God. It's stated in the sense that God came in the cool of the day to walk and talk with Adam and Eve on that occasion. And he came down again, but he couldn't find them. They were not where they ought to be. He said, where are you, Adam? Where art thou? Uh, I'm from Alabama. And if Adam had been from Alabama, he would have said, where art thou at? (laughs) But um, God said, where art thou? And as a result, Adam announced that he had hid himself because he was naked. And God said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree that I told you not to eat of? And Adam confessed that he had. But he sort of tried to make blame shift elsewhere. The woman you gave me gave to me, and I did eat. Almost trying to blame God, certainly blaming his wife. Uh, that's not unusual today. Still, we blame our wives for lots of things. Uh, but after it's all said and done, Adam was condemned. Of course, the Eve, Eve was condemned. The serpent was condemned. But the Bible later says, "By one man, sin entered into the world, and death through sin." It's better, actually, to be deceived than to eat with eyes wide open, knowing you're doing wrong. And that's what Adam did. And one of the sins that he created, that he that he Committed on that occasion was he listened to his wife instead of his wife listening to him. He let her be the head of the house instead of him being the spiritual head. And the result was that they were all cursed, they were all driven out of the garden, and death came to all men. Remember, though, that death came to all men because all have sinned. But in spite of that time, God, in giving the curse to the woman, said, Your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. Uh, that changed things in the world. Uh, they now knew good and evil. I think, I think that Satan was really telling them a lie, at least a half lie. You'll know good and evil. That's what the tree said. That's what God had said. But he went on to say, And be like God. And there was one way particularly they were not like God. God knows the difference between good and evil, but God has never experienced evil. He's never done evil. And that's what Adam and Eve did when they took of this fruit that God had told them not to take off. So they knew good and evil, but they were not like God. And they were cast out of the garden and condemned with all men then to die, being shut away from the tree of life. But in that particular recent, special text where that's being said, it is asked why. And the Bible says, because Adam was made first and then the woman, and because the woman was deceived, but Adam was not deceived. Throughout time, then, woman has been submissive to man. But God said, Wives, be submissive to your own husbands. Uh, That's a particular bit of submission to a particular person. The wife is to be submissive to her own husband. And by the way, let's be certain that we understand that submission does not mean inferiority. I say that again. Woman is to be submissive to man, but that does not mean that she is inferior to man. Jesus Christ was submissive to God the Father, but he is in no way inferior to God the Father. It would be the rank of Christian heresy even to suggest so. So a woman submits. God said one time, do you want to be great? He never condemned anybody for wanting to be great. He just told them how to be great. You want to be great, be a servant of all. The greater one is not the person who is being waited on at the table. Not even the person in the seat of honor at the table who is going to be the guest speaker. The greater one is the waiter who serves. And true greatness is found in service. Therefore, to say that a woman is submissive, (coughs) not only is not to say that she is not inferior, but is also to say that she is reaching for greatness in the way that God said greatness can be achieved. And as the mother in the house, and as the queen of her house, she rules, sometimes with an iron hand, because that's needed sometimes with the children, but also with love and nurture and care. And there is no greater job that man could God could give given woman than to be, the mother in the house and the primary rearer of the children, and it will give her the opportunity to make more difference in the world than virtually anything else could have done. In addition to saying that wives are to be submissive to their own husbands, by the way, the text says, Wives to be submissive to your own husbands as the church is to the Lord. It also says, Husbands, love your wives. As Christ also loved the church. Let me emphasize that the submission that is commanded there is voluntary. Now, I don't mean that God didn't command it. And I don't mean that they're not consequences to disobeying God's command. But they're still voluntary on the part of the woman she agrees to. On her own, she, or, uh, she decides to submit to her own husband you don't believe that just call the cops I'm telling tell them my wife won't submit to me will you come make her (laughs) that probably puts you in jail Uh, it's a it's a choice she makes when she marries you to be submissive it's a choice she makes when she marries you to respect you and it's a choice you make when you marry to love your wife as Christ also loved the church that's even to the extent of giving himself his life for her if that should become necessary or important. But it also means that he will care for her very carefully, very gently, and very lovingly. And that means then that the queen of the house is not uh, a slave and not uh, submissive in a sense that she therefore uh, is owned by or can be rightly cruelly treated or abused either verbally or actually. I've seen movies, and I've heard reports from the police, of men who have hit their wives. And I think any, woman, any man who hits a woman is not truly a man. I listen sometimes to uh, Tony Evans. I recommend him to you. He's speaking recently on Kingdom Men Rising and he's saying any man can be a male, that automatically happens when he is born. But if he is a man, then he is a lover of his wife and a carer of his wife and certainly by no means an abuser of his wife. So it's true if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Everybody's experienced that and and realizes that. But the second point of this sermon may not be quite as familiar to you because if mama ain't happy, It's daddy's fault. Uh, Daddy, while the man and woman is the queen of the house, daddy is the head of the house. And it's his responsibility to make everybody what God wants them to be in the home. And therefore, if he does his job, mama will be happy. And as a result of that, everybody will be happy. The husband is to love his wife as Christ also loved the church. Uh, What does it mean for the husband to be the spiritual head of the house? Well, let me give you a few possible illustrations of that. And let each one of us, I'm speaking to me as well as to you, measure ourselves by these incidents. Occasionally, there's a girl, a a daughter in the house who may want to go outside of the house dressed very provocatively or in a way that would be... uh, uh, arouse lust in, in, in men who might look at her. And I want to ask who, who, when that happens, is going to say, you can't go out of the house looking like that. Go put some clothes on. Does a mother have to say that? Or does a daddy say that? Who says the prayers at night before they go to bed with the kids and teaches them to put their lives and hearts into the whole soul of god is it the woman or is it the man who's the spiritual head of the house is it the man or is it the woman who is it that teaches the children the bible who is it that uses the bible and 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 the sense of morality in, in teaching children what they should do and who should not be who is it by the way who sets an example before all the rest of the house by doing what God says to do and by letting it be known that he's doing what God says to do because God said to do it. That's the kind of example that the spiritual set of the head of the house needs to set. And the wife then will be gladly submissive to such a husband who loves her as Christ loved the church. And she will be glad to respect him if he is acting like the spiritual head of the house. That's his job and what he is supposed to do. Uh, I know some men who are not by any means the spiritual head of their house but I know some men who are and I suspect that there are people of both types here in this auditorium today and for those of you who spiritually lead your home I commend you for those of you who have given over to be a spiritual head of the house to somebody else then I do not commend you but I urge you to take the position God has given you and do what he wants you to do there are women everywhere who do not obey the commands to submit themselves to their husbands and even to be submissive and quiet in church. But I think if you investigate it in every instance where the woman does not do what she ought to do, it's because there's a man somewhere who's not doing what he ought to do. I attended a circus one time accidentally going through town, and, and uh, it was Wednesday night. So I <coughs> stopped to uh, worship uh, in a town I'd never been to before. I was directed to the church on a corner of such and such a place, and I went there. And when I went in, there were five women, a teenage boy, and a man who was the husband of one of the women there, but who was not a member of the church. And they were trying to have service. Uh, The teenage boy led the singing and led the prayers, but one of the women, of course, taught the class and she did a good job i learned some things from what she taught but there ought to have been a man there who was a husband of one of those wives who would have been willing to take the lead in those homes and in that church and i commend the women who were there and who did what they could because there was no man doing what he should and we need to recognize that If mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. But if mom ain't happy, it's the man's husband's fault. And he ought to change his ways and love his wife in such a way that she will respect him and love him in return. And be submissive as God commands her to be. I appreciate the opportunity to speak this morning. Uh, God bless you. And if there are those present who are not Christians, who have never been baptized, I urge you to come now. And if there are those who have straight away and in some public way have brought shame and reproach upon the church by your conduct and need to be restored, I invite you to come as well while we stand and while we sing. And take something out of everything that he had to tell us this morning. So let's take it, take it home and put it in our lives.